I'm Brian Humphreys and this is Yelling from the Couch. On this episode, I welcome on my guest from Downtown Rams podcast, Alexis Kraft, as we preview the Super Bowl 56 rematch between the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. We talk about the key matchups for the Rams and the Bengals. We talk about the Rams' resurgence after last season, the disappointment that they had last season, and what kind of offense they're going to run against the Bengals. So stick around. We'll be back right after this with Alexis Kraft. At this time, I'd like to welcome in my guest. She is the co-host of Downtown Rams podcast, Alexis Kraft. Welcome into the show, Alexis. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. We're here to preview the Super Bowl 56 rematch. Last season, the Bengals reached the AFC title game while the Rams failed to make the playoffs. This will be the first matchup between the two aside from a preseason game last year. Alexis, what went wrong for the Rams last year? Was it simply Stafford going down with an injury or were there other factors in this? Um, Well, I think it started really game one. We lost some key offensive linemen and then we lost a few more as the weeks went on. Um, and then when you started to see our offensive line, I mean, at, at one point we had four of our five starters out. You just saw them breaking down, and then that led to Stafford getting hit more, and then Stafford was hurt, and then Cooper Cup got hurt, and then we had some defenders hurt. Um, Aaron Donald missed some time. So it was really, I think, you know, in my opinion, it was injuries. I think, yes, we also lost some key players that were around for the Super Bowl, which hurt us. But I, I think really it was everything that could go wrong went wrong for the Rams last season. So I think this season, now that everybody's healthy, they're looking to bounce back. Uh, so there was a little bit of news earlier in the week from the Rams uh, as they traded running back Cam Akers to the Vikings. Uh, who will replace Cam Akers, and what impact will this have on the Rams this season? So Kyron Williams came out of the season, uh, really, or started the season, I should say, as the Rams running back one, um, and he was leading uh, Cam Akers by far in terms of uh, snap count and how much he was out there. And I think that the Rams had a little bit of uh, a problem with Cam Akers last season that they thought they rectified. I think it carried into this season. So I think it was just in the best interest of both parties to move on, um, especially with the emergence of Kyron Williams, who um, was a top waiver wire pick since week one in fantasy. He's leading the entire NFL in touchdowns right now with four, uh, you know, in terms of how many an individual player has. So Kyron Williams is running back one, and I think a lot of people are going to learn really quickly that that he's a threat uh, and is deserving of the spot. Now, they tried to trade Cam Akers last season, I believe, before the deadline I read and couldn't make a deal. Uh, So was it just a rift between him and McVay, I think I was reading? Is that what the issue was with those two? Um, I think... Cam has an issue splitting carries and in today's NFL that's something that most running backs have to be open to and have to do and I think Cam not only had an issue splitting carries when he was uh you know running the football you know the majority of the time he was very inconsistent he was hot and cold so I just don't think that the Rams were willing uh to give him the type of role that he wanted so I think it was just in the best interest of both of their wants for him to move on. Uh, so Rams, what are the Rams' expectations for coming into this season after such a 
disappointment last season. I think they wanted to compete. I think a lot of people thought the Rams were going to try to tank for Caleb Williams, and I was saying all along, and a lot of Rams media people were saying that's not the case. The Rams believe they're going to be competitive uh, in the NFC. They think they have a shot to make the playoffs. Yes, they're young. Yes, they have lost a lot of key players, uh, but they really believe in their young guys and their young core. So I think what they've shown, you know, they beat the Seahawks pretty easily week one. They could have beaten the 49ers in week two. They were even with them pretty much up until the fourth quarter. So I think that the Rams have pleasantly surprised a lot of people and have shown that they're here to compete. They definitely surprised me in week one. I guess I'd wrote them off after last season and coming into this, you know, after the Seahawks season they had last year and then the Rams going in just dominating them in Seattle was a very surprising outcome for me. And then they hung in with San Francisco last week who San Francisco could be one of the best teams in football this year. So they surprised me for sure. Yeah. Uh, so one of the um, surprises so far this season, somebody who is, didn't follow BYU football or the Rams draft, uh, Nakua, uh, the wide receiver. Uh, he yeah. is – Second in receiving in the NFL right now uh, after two games. Very impressive guy. Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, so he was kind of a late-round steal um, out of BYU. I really liked him in the draft. I actually had him going to the Rams in a lot of my mock drafts. Um, And he's actually very similar to Cooper Cup just in the way that he plays, so it's not surprising that the Rams like him. And, you know, he's proven himself to be a very reliable target. Uh, And with Cup's absence, Cup is still on IR. Stafford has found a lot of trust with Puka, and we've seen that. That's why he's getting so many targets. That's why uh, their chemistry is so good, and he broke the record for most rookie receptions in the first two games. Uh, So he's definitely somebody to look out for. I don't see that connection slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, I believe he set a record last week for most receptions by a rookie in a game too, right, in a single game? Yeah. With 15, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, very impressive, like you said, uh, taking over for an injured Cooper Cup right now uh, in a spot that's needed for the Rams. Uh, what do you think is uh, one of the key matchups for the Rams going into this game against Cincinnati on Monday? Um, well, I, I think that the test is going to be T. Higgins and Jamar Chase against our very young secondary it's a very young it's a very inexperienced secondary so I am a little bit worried um, when you've got two great receivers like Higgins and Chase going up against our guys Um, I think that's going to be a test it's going to definitely be uh, a lesson uh, for them too and and good experience so yeah I think the key matchup you know when you look at the Bengals receivers is going to be against our young corners guys like Jacoby Durant and Darion Kendrick they don't have a lot of experience they've made some really really good plays but um, Kendrick specifically you know kind of struggled last game against the 49ers so that to me is going to be the matchup to watch is if the Rams young corners can hang with the Bengals receivers uh that is exactly the matchup that I had wrote down uh, was the Bengals wide receivers against the Rams secondary. Um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the Rams secondary aside from the fact that Jalen Ramsey is now in Miami uh, after being in LA last year. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how that matchup will go against the, the Bengals wide receivers. Um, 
are there any other draft picks besides Nakua to look out for for the Rams this Monday that have played? Um, well, I, I would say that our offensive line has gotten a big boost from Steve Avila out of TCU. Uh, he was our second-round pick uh, in the draft, and he's really made a difference, and his stats are really good so far this year uh, on that offensive line, and I think that definitely allows Matthew Stafford to feel a lot more comfortable and, and pass the ball more uh, and you know, not get hit. Stafford hasn't gotten hit very much uh, in the first two games, so that's a plus. And then I would say Byron Young, who uh, he's number zero. He's an edge rusher for the Rams. Uh, he was our third-round pick out of Tennessee, and he's been playing really well so far. Uh, the Rams do really struggle in the pass rush, but he's kind of like the bright light there. He's the guy that I think has potential to hopefully turn that around. So I would say those two guys. So last season, the uh, I'm a Kentucky football fan. Uh, their mm-hmm. offensive coordinator is Liam Cohen. Last season was the Rams OC. Was yeah. Was uh Liam was did he struggle last year uh, because of the injuries or was he just not gelling well with the rest of the team or was Sean McVay in control or what happened there with Liam? Um, I think for whatever reason his play calling just didn't really match what the Rams had going on. I don't know that he really clicked with Stafford. I don't know that he. He really, um, I think him and McVeigh probably saw the play calling maybe a little bit different. But I also, you know, it also had to be a hard situation because we did lose so many people on offense that he eventually didn't have much to work with. Uh, so, you know, I don't blame all of our offensive, you know, struggles on Cohen. But it just, I think the fit might have just been a little off. And I, you know, he obviously ended up going back to Kentucky. Um, it probably has a preferable fit there. Uh, so I, I don't put all the blame on him. I just think for whatever reason, uh, what he was trying to do just didn't work out with the guys that we had on offense. Yeah. I hate that it didn't work out for him, but it worked out well for Kentucky. We're, we're glad to have him back. Um, mm-hmm. and Matt LaFleur, uh, is it Matt or Mike? Mike, right. Is the offensive coordinator now, uh, mm-hmm. does he, is it a better fit with him there or is it too early to tell? Um, I definitely think it is a better fit because of the way that he uh, has allowed our running backs, really now Kyron Williams, um, to be involved in the passing game. And there's a lot more creativity now in our run game. I think Sean McVay's really struggled with since he's been a head coach. It's something that us Rams fans have talked about a lot. Uh, There just wasn't a lot of creativity there. There wasn't a lot of like diversity in terms of what he was calling. Uh, play calling and I think LaFleur has really opened that up and given uh, our run game new life and I think that's made things easier on Stafford Uh, not all the pressure you know is on him every snap and I think it's been really good for uh, our second year running back Kyron Williams as well he's been really productive and I think that that also has to do with the run game play calling so uh, the Rams are they going to be looking to pass this Monday coming against the Bengals more uh, with uh you know, the receivers that they have and uh, Kyron Williams as a running back. I noticed that uh, they don't seem like they've got the running game, you know, off to a good start yet. Uh, Are they looking to pass more or what's the strategy? Yeah, I think they probably will be looking to pass. I think that's what's been working for them. Obviously, feeding Puka Nakua has worked for them really well. Um, You know, our run game – with Cam Akers out is down to Kyron Williams and Kyron is a really good runner. 
Uh, but I, because he's kind of the sole running back right now, I don't know that they're going to want to have him run too much. Um, but he also is a really good receiver. So he does go out there. I think one of the good things about Kyron is when he's out there, it's not a tell. You don't know if they're going to run the ball. You don't know if they're going to pass it. He kind of does everything. So I do think they're going to look to attack the Bengals more in the air than on the ground. Um, I think they're going to probably keep Nakua as their top target. But Tutu Atwell, I think, is also heating up. And I think that Stafford's going to try to uh, target Atwell more this game. Uh, this Monday, the Rams play in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a three-point favorite, but there is some uncertainty surrounding Joe Burrow and his calf injury. Joe Burrow did practice Friday, however, in a limited capacity. Uh, are there any injuries on the Rams' side heading into Monday? Not that I'm aware of at the moment. Um, I think, you know, thankfully everybody is pretty healthy. Um, I mean, we have our guys on, you know, like Cooper Cup on IR, but there's no new injuries uh, that I'm aware of. I do know Nakua was struggling earlier this week uh, with an injury, I believe a shoulder injury, um, but it sounds like he's going to be good to go on Monday. And Cup is uh, out for the first four games. Is he expected to be back after those four weeks? As of now, it sounds like he is. So that's obviously pretty good news uh, that he'll be as of right now back week five but i do think you know if the rams do pretty well their first four games they might uh let cooper take some more time you know to recover just to make sure that he doesn't you know re-injure uh anything but we would like to have him back obviously yeah definitely uh you know in the super bowl matchup you know he was the super bowl mvp of course uh mm. got to see a first-hand look of how good he he just you know he was uh yeah, like you said, after four weeks, I think, do they play, was it Philadelphia? But if, if Naku is playing well and they, you know, get to off to a three and one start, you could have that luxury of not having him come out there and letting him heal even more. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it just depends on how uh, the next two games go. It's good. I'm excited for this game. Primetime football is always, uh, always fun. Um, and it should be a good one. Yeah, it should be. Uh, the Bengals, you know, before they were uh, with Andy Dalton and them primetime, it wasn't their thing. But uh, since Burroughs rolled into town, they've got a little bit better record. Uh, this should be a good one. Like you said, the uh, Rams look like they're back to the way they was the year before or close to it at least. Uh, the Bengals have kind of got off to a rocky start. I think the Bengals, this is a must win for them. Uh, they You don't want to start 0-3. But – at the same time, you know, uh, if Burrow can't go, it's it's going to be a tough a tough one. So we'll just see how that goes. Um, Alexis, okay. if you'd like to, you could uh, some plug your stuff here. Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter at the Alexis Craft with the K. Um, I'm on there interacting with football fans a lot. That's also where I share my podcast that I do with my co-host Jake, Downtown Rams. Uh, and yeah, definitely message me on there, tweet me on there. Um, and we got, yeah, three games. I live tweet the game, so I'll be on there during this matchup. All right. I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and uh, talk a little Rams Bengals matchup. For sure. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you later. 
My thanks to Alexis Craft for joining me on the podcast. Go check out Downtown Rams podcast and go check her out on Twitter at the Alexis Craft. Well, she live blogs the game. She'll be live blogging this Monday between the Rams and the Bengals. Uh, thank her for coming on, and we'll see you all in the next one. Thanks. Yay!